Coming up on today's episode, wow, we've got four people here today. It's going to be a little bit of a different episode. It's going to be weird. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. This is the Locked On Women's Basketball Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to Wallet. For the win. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome. I'm Alex Simon from Bay Area News Group, pinch hitting as a host today. We wanted to thank you for making the Locked On Women's Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you checked out the Locked On Sports Today, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. But you are here at Locked On Women's Basketball, and we have all sorts of fun happening today. First off, from the next, Isabel Rodriguez. Ann M. Adler are here alongside me today. And we have boardrooms Russell Steinberg as well. And what, what are we doing today? Well, for, first of all, we, we, we can't forget Russell Steinberg from Boardroom and from Brawl Don't Lie. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. No, and also, podcast with multiple listeners. And a <laughs> one time bracketologist, we should make yeah. sure to mention. That will be important once M, you finally tell us what we're doing here today. Well, we are doing a little exercise in something, I guess, tangentially related to bracketology. Today, we are drafting the states of the union, or most of them, at least. We are drafting them based on the quality of their basketball, the high-end basketball. We are trying to decide who can assemble the greatest set of 10 teams in order to make the most bids to the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. So, so we're, we're doing a little fun here today, and, and here's how it's going to work. Russ is going to have the first pick in this draft, and our four panelists here today are going to end up drafting 10 states. When you draft a state, you get every single women's college basketball team in that state for the rest of the season. And our point system is going to be very easy. It is one point for every team that makes the NCAA tournament. So there will be 68 points at the start, and one point for every win – that one of your teams from your states gets in the NCAA tournament. So I believe the quick math says we'll have 135 total points. And with four people, that means somebody will have to win, but I guess we'll have to find out. And uh, it should be fun. You get every team in the state when you make the pick. So Russ, if you don't mind getting us started, why don't you take the first pick and we can kind of explain from there what it means you get with whoever, whatever state you're taking first. All right, my first pick is going to fall right in the don't overthink it category, even though I tried to. I am going with the great state of California with my first pick, and with it, I will get uh, the Stanford Cardinal and the UCLA Bruins, but also a bunch of mid-majors that have a chance to go to the tournament. Uh, You look at a conference like the Big West, which is almost entirely um, in California, so I'm pretty much guaranteed a point there. Uh, Stanford, a logical Final Four team, so I'm probably getting four, maybe more points there. Uh, UCLA, a team that could win multiple games in the tournament. And then, you know, you have some teams kind of on the bubble that maybe they get a bid, maybe they make some noise, thinking about someone like USC. So that's that's my first pick. California, the state with the most Division One teams in all of college sports. So you're going with a volume play. You are making a quality play there. 
but yeah, so basically Russ now has every single team in California on his roster. He'll get a point for any team from California that makes it. He'll get a point for each win a California team has. Uh, California was the number one state on my board, and not just because I live here. But uh, Isabel, you, you have the next pick. So now this is where I think the fun really gets going. Okay. Um, I think this is, for me, going to be more of a, like, because I had two states kind of tied for second after California. <laughs> um, and I was between Indiana and Iowa. Um, and I think for me, I'm going to lean more towards Indiana for my first pick. Um, not just because of, of Indiana, but also because of Notre Dame. Um, and also I've enjoyed what I've seen from Butler so far. So I feel like they could be a good sneaky pick what? on the inside. So we'll see. <laughs> that is, pick. that is the only state with two top five teams as we record this here on Tuesday, December 27th. So a, a I don't even think Butler top- I don't even think Butler's the third most likely team from the, from Indiana to go to the tournament. Okay, let me have let me have my reasoning. <laughs> I'm flying by the seat of my pants very much on this. You've got Purdue. And, yeah, it's true. Really Purdue. Yeah. Purdue still looks interesting. There's quite a few teams that have made. I mean, IUPUI was a tournament team last year. Uh, yeah, I don't know how how strong I would feel about that this year, but um, yeah, Macy Williams basically held that program together last year, and and she's very much not there this year. So um, we'll see how they do without her. But I, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. <laughs> you should know right. Indiana was number two on my board. Yeah, I had Indiana high as well. But M, you clearly have. Okay, so Isabel has kind of expressed that you you basically have like nothing prepared you're just coming in and doing it right i've got my i have i have things ready (laughs) i i know russ you said you did at least one spreadsheet or started a spreadsheet so it was technically one spreadsheet but multiple tabs okay so i using charlie cream's bracketology and just assuming that's going to be the field um i came up with (laughs) what those initial 68 first points are uh allocated them to each state and then counted the expected wins for each team in the tournament according to their seed. And that's, so that's how I ended up. California, 11 expected total points. Indiana was number two with nine. All right. Well, Em, I'm, I want to know your preparation, but let's hear your pick first, and then we'll see how prepared you are. My level of preparation was knowing that I did not have the first overall pick, and yeah. My spreadsheet says that I'm going to go with the guaranteed points here, and I'm taking the easy pick of North Carolina. North, North Carolina, Carolina. North Carolina is a very easy pick. It guarantees you effectively at least five points. It guarantees you basically at least five points plus a bunch of NCAA tournament wins. We have two top 10 teams in UNC and NC State. Duke is at this point close to a lock to make the tournament of some sort and Pretty, and almost certainly the winner of the Big South is going to be coming from the state of North Carolina as well. I'm going to take some easy points from the great state of North Carolina. So I uh, had all three of those teams very high on my board and was considering all three of those states very heavily. Instead, we are doing the snake style. So I'm going to have two picks here. I am going to first take Iowa because they are a team with two top 10 level teams. I know they haven't played like it so far, but that they're also with Iowa, you do get Drake, who has looked very good already in their non-con this season, should be a tournament team. 
is a mid-major that I like to maybe even sneak a win off in that tournament. UNI has also looked good too. So Iowa, and I, when you said you were going with the guaranteed points, Sam, I thought you were going to say a different Carolina, and I am going to take them just to go for the top level because, as Russ pointed out, if the second best state gets you nine points, well, there's one school that seems like the closest thing to a lock to get you at least six, and that's South Carolina. So I will take South Carolina. The Gamecocks, at minimum, feel like a Final Four team at worst. And if they repeat as national champion, that's about as close to seven, even if the rest of the state maybe doesn't get me anything of note whatsoever. And uh, I think, M, you were the one that pointed out that, what, four of the bottom ten in the net ranking are schools from the state of South Carolina right now? I suggested uh, I suggested that we would get negative points for, like, every team in our states that were in, like, the bottom 50 of the net, which would have effectively made South Carolina unplayable. Well, we're not doing that, which means that they're very playable, and I'll take them. Uh, M, who is your next pick? Once again, I'm a sucker for teams that for states that give me guaranteed points so i'm looking between a couple of you it's very tricky i must admit on the one hand there's some top 10 potential in one of these states the other one i think there's a lock to get a couple points but you know what i'm gonna go on a limb here i'm gonna go with the great state of texas so texas by the way was the state that had the second most bids in last season's NCAA tournament at five. I'm, effective, I'm effectively shooting here for, tech, you know, Austin, Baylor, SFA, and I forgot what team I'm looking at here. There's another team from Texas. Uh, UT Arlington could be a contender. Incarnate Word were tournament teams last year as well. I think UT There's Arlington was the one I had on my list. All right, Isabel. Oh boy. Um, I think for me, it's probably going to have to be Florida. Um, Florida, by the way, was the state with the most teams in the tournament last season. So yeah, I needed a, I needed a quantity somewhere. (laughs) Um, And, and given that most of them have been, have been scooped up already, I'm, I'm going to go with Florida, Um, not just for Florida state, FGCU and USF are the main ones that jump off the page for me. Um, The Gators aren't, well, <laughs> um, they haven't exactly been as, as great as I expected them to be, but I feel like they could at least make the tournament. So The Gators could be an option. Uh, Miami has had a down non-conference so far, but they made the tournament yeah. last year. UCF has had a coaching change, but they could be an option. They made the tournament last year. Uh, you also There's have a lot of schools in there. <laughs> there's schools and other conferences. FAU has started out really well in Conference USA currently. So there's there are points to be had. Russ, who do we got to close out round two? All right, to close out round two, I am going with the great state of Ohio. We have in there a not quite as good of a combination of value and quantity as I had with California, but the same sort of idea here. You have Ohio State uh, could be on that one line, maybe a one or a two seed, so final four potential there. And then a couple of good mid-majors to follow, uh, thinking specifically Bowling Green and Cleveland State both with uh, the potential to make the tournament. And if they do so as a seed where we'll say it's not a guaranteed loss in that first round. Before you make your round three pick, Russ, I want to talk to you about prize picks. 
if you don't know, you know, there's all sorts of women's basketball games that happen and the price picks app lets you look at some of these games and choose how you think individual players are going to perform. I believe we have some big contests coming up this week. Uh, this week being the week in between Christmas and New Year's. But let's say the next time Stanford has a big game, if you think Cameron Brink is going to grab more than 10 rebounds, I know M would say she needs to stay in the game long enough in order to do that. But she might be able to at this point, even in 15 minutes, grab 10 rebounds. You can pick Brink and other players between two and six. And if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play fantasy sports today. All right, we are two rounds down. Russ, you are going to go ahead and get us started with round three here. And uh, I'm sure as we get later in the draft, the pace will pick up a little bit. But these top picks, these are the big money ones. So this may be the last round where you really feel confident in getting five, six points out of a pick. So who are you taking? Well, I don't feel really confident here because I'm actually <laughs> debating between three states and two of them um, have teams that could go to the final four. There's just one, I think, because of where they are geographically, it is a lot more likely they end up in that same bracket as South Carolina blocking their path. So I won't take them. I'll take the homer pick. I'm going to take Connecticut. Damn a state where you can get four points out of out of UConn, you can get Might, well, to go to the it final would be, four. It would it would be surprising to get less than five, considering right. how frequently they've made the final four. Right. So you could get that, and then you also look at a team like Fairfield, which has a decent shot at going as well. Not, it's not very likely you're going to get more than one point in that state from a non-UConn team. Um, but UConn as a whole should probably be enough as a decent round three pick. Yeah, Fairfield. You're pretty uh, much guaranteed the winner of the, the, uh, the uh, how do you pronounce that? The NAAC? The NAAC is almost certainly going to be Quinnipiac or uh, Fairfield. So there you go. Right. right. Oh, I should have mentioned Quinnipiac as well. Correct. Fairfield, you by the way, a tournament, a tournament team last year at Fairfield. So you, you would at least have had two teams last year for points. Isabel, on to you now for our 10th overall pick out of 40. Oh, okay. Um, so I think I'm going to take kind of a swing and go with the state of New York, uh, which is slightly a homer pick for me, but also I think it's just another bulk situation. Um, you've got Columbia, Fordham, St. John's is pretty good. Buffalo hasn't been great so far, but I think they can pick up the pace later in the season. Um, UAlbany is a good bet, uh, especially if they can beat Vermont, who apparently is doing well so far. That's a, a, very much a surprise to me, but um, I have a feeling they can make it out at least to, you know, into the tournament, which is a good point. Um, and yeah, I just think there's a lot of good teams that could at least make it into those first rounds um, and pick up a couple of points there. And I'm a big, uh, big fan of two-bit Ivy. So I have, a, I have a strong hunch that Columbia will will make it to the tournament this year. I'm feeling they can make it at least to the second round. So we'll see. Definitely a volume play, but I like the volume play. So New York is the pick. M, who you got? I'm shocked that I'm able to pick this state. This was the state I was considering last time around, and it's still here on the board. 
I'm going. I'm going Virginia. Easy pick with me in Virginia. Virginia Tech is absolutely a Final yep. Four contender. Probably not going to win the conference, but absolutely a Final Four contender. And then Norfolk State is probably almost guaranteed to win the SWAC there. And then, you know, we're just going bulk Liberty, UVA, JMU, all serious contenders to make the tournament at large. Shocked it was on the board, but I'll take it. Virginia I, was one of the three I was debating. They are also around my board, but since they are no longer available to me, uh, my first pick here is going to be Nebraska. Uh, Creighton, oh, by the way, was an Elite Eight team last season. Uh, <laughs> so that would have been four points for me. Plus, Nebraska made the tournament themselves. Nebraska, I think, has looked like at worst a mid a mid-level tournament team, but I believe I saw them as in in the last projection. So I would go at Nebraska. Um, my other selection here in the middle is probably going to be a little controversial, but I'm going to take the state of Louisiana. Uh, Are you reading oh. my mind? That was, that was, that was, that that was the other one. That's the one I almost took over Connecticut. Now I, a, contra- I, a controversial one, and everyone else had it next. Well, it's only controversial in the sense that uh, everybody had opinions on the state, but I actually think this might be a volume state this year because some of the mid-majors in the conference have looked sharp. Uh, Huge agree. LSU also is a team that, while I personally am down on them so far this season, uh, I think they still have the talent that they can make a deep tournament run. So uh, Mm -hmm. Louisiana, I'm glad that everybody else wanted them. I got them instead. Uh, M, who do you got? Alex, I'm begging you to take more time on your picks, for the love of God. <laughs> got, a couple bulk, got a couple bulk plays here. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, I can't help that I'm just shooting from the hip and not doing this with any science or fact or fiction mm-hmm. or anything of the sort. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, I, I know, well, these ain't going to be on the board next time. By the way. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue, I'm going to continue drafting underachieving SEC states, and we're going to pull Tennessee off the board. Ooh, I I thought about them being kind of my mid-round pick. So this is an early swing on them. But if they do figure it out, they they could be a two-win team in the tournament. And even if they don't, I have the winners of the CUSA and the Ohio Valley pretty much locked up here. Well, we'll see about that. Belmont is in a difficult division conference this Belmont, year after switching conference. Or the Ohio Valley. Uh, but they should be they're a the, strong They're in the MVC. Yeah, they've switched to the MVC. So they, I guess, give you another option at a conference win there. Um, Isabel, who do you have for round four? Oh, boy. Okay, this is where it starts to get kind of sketchy for me. (laughs) As if it hasn't already been sketchy. Um, I think, so there's a couple that I'm between that are bulk plays, but, like, not really either. (laughs) Um, So I think for now... Let's do, I feel like I can't go West Coast quite yet. Um, let's do Kansas. This is going to be my next one. For Kansas and also Kansas State. <laughs> Kansas, which has two teams currently near the top 25 in Kansas and Kansas State, uh, could easily have both of them in. And you do get Wichita State, which might be a contender right. in the AAC as well. So some options there, even with a small percentage of teams available, if they all make it, you're looking sharp. Uh, Russ, to round out round four and to swing us into round five, where are we going? All right. Well, I'd wanted to take Kansas, uh, but instead I will take Pennsylvania. And with it, the potential of Villanova, Drexel, St. Joe's, um, 
I'll be honest, I'm not even sure how the Patriot League is doing, but I know they got a Lehigh, bunch of teams it's there. Lehigh. Lehigh. So St. Joe's you're gonna is get some at, bids there. Maybe is at the top to win you a couple games. So What'd you, you say? Got, St. Joe's is at the top of the A ten entering yes. conference play. So um, you'll have you'll have options for volume there, even though last year Pennsylvania only had Villanova in the tournament. Temple right. also a good bet. No, they are not. They're okay. <laughs> you could say what They're you not. want. They're absolutely not okay. You can say what All you right. want. <laughs> so Russ, what's what's the round five pick as we swing it back to you again? All right. The round five pick, I think, is going to be Michigan. I'll go. There's another Elite Eight state with the Wolverines getting to the Elite Eight last year. Yeah, the uh, the Wolverines would be the primary reason. And then also, if you think about the fact that I have Ohio, I'm pretty much guaranteed to get the MAC winner probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is coming out of that conference. So uh, it's really – I mean, there's a Wolverine pick, let's be honest. That. But Thanks. that's what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Like All right, Isabel, where do you head to next? Okay. Um, I think let's do Washington. I think it's going to be my next bet. Um, for Gonzaga, primarily. Um, and, you know, you got a couple other stragglers in there. Washington State. Washington <laughs> State. I don't know. <laughs> this I'm mostly a- going for Gonzaga here. Um, I really, a- really enjoyed that. Last year, so... It yeah. is a it One is a of Washington or Wazoo might make it. I put decent odds on that. Can I just say I, I already regret my pick because I know M is about to take the other school I was or the other state I was debating. I'm going to assume that so this was the state I was debating when I took Tennessee. I assume, and I had this in Pennsylvania up this one. I'm going to go with Jersey. I'm pretty sure I'm, oh. Oh, I'm no. pretty sure I'm guaranteed three three tournament teams here. Come on, list them I, out for me. <laughs> Farley, Farley Dickinson is by far the best team in the, in the Northeastern Conference. Princeton's winning the Ivy, all, probably. And then Seton Hall would have to bomb in conference to not make the tournament. And and something else. I'm to, going volume here. I'm going volume points here. Uh, another reason this might be a really good pick, too, is because Farley Dickinson is going to be in that play, play-in game range. You could get a oh. win from them uh, in the first four. This is this is true. That That is a that win is we will count. So uh, there is a way to sneak the teams that are kind of bubble teams and, and benefit from it more than anything that way. Um, with my fifth pick, I'm going to go for the highest potential left on the board, and that's Utah. They are undefeated still. They look solid. I think they could be making a Sweet 16 borderline Elite 8 run this season. So I will take Utah. And as we are at the halfway point in the draft, I would like to take this time to inform you that you guys can look at all of the teams you've taken and maybe decide, I want to ride one all the way through and not just win our little draft we're doing here, but even win some financial inducements. And that's, there's one way to do that. That's to head to bet online. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur team in college sports by heading over to bet online. They have, Odds to win the women's basketball tournament over at Bet Online right now. And if you like South Carolina, you can still get them at positive odds 
You can get Stanford and UConn for under a thousand. But if you really think, you know what, my team this year, it's Virginia Tech. I'm all in on the Hokies. You can get some pretty amazing odds on them. Head over to betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. And if you're looking for a place to kind of catch everything going on in the sports world, make sure you head on over to the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take on the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. For my sixth pick, Alex Simon from Bay Area News Group, joined by Russell Steinberg from Boardroom and M. Adler and Isabel Rodriguez here at the next for this delightful states draft. We're halfway through. We're going to pick up the pace, fewer explanations, and just make the picks. And I'll start us off by taking Oregon. Isabel said she didn't want to go out west yet, and I'm not going to give her the chance. So. <laughs> And then I did uh, go. Hawaii still on the board. Washington out to you. Hawaii <laughs> saw in Oregon, by the way, both in the top ten in the net rankings right now as we record this. So that uh, I'm I'm going for a, a quality play, maybe not a quantity play. All right, M, what you got? I am going to go with Massachusetts. My dominance of the Northeast will be unceasing. Give me UMass. Give me Holy Cross. I will accumulate as many unique points as possible. You're going for the volume play of teams entering the field rather than wins in the tournament, and I respect it. Uh, Isabel, where are we heading next? Oof, okay. Um, I think let's do um, – is it time for Arkansas? I think it's time for Arkansas. I think this is just me having fun. <laughs> um, Arkansas might just be the most delightful team um in the ncaa right now and so those are extra points personally for me <laughs> that would be a tough tournament team to face so uh you might be sneaking at looking at a few points for next season russ you've got two what we where are we going all right first off we're going with kentucky we're going to see if what'd you say just louisville it, louisville and also murray state oh so could get a point there but hoping maybe Louisville could figure it out. And if they do, I've got them. And then my second state is going to be, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. I think we have a couple of um, potential tournament teams there. I think Oklahoma, the Sooners are pretty clearly in the field with the potential to win a game or two. And then Oklahoma State kind of dancing around there. Uh, so could potentially get a couple of bids out of Oklahoma. Also of note, the only other D1 school in the state, Tulsa, 10-3 and three so far to start the season. That's so right. You might be able to sneak a point out of the American. Uh, Isabel, round six, seven. Gosh, I should keep up. Round seven. <laughs> round seven. Um, okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to grab Maryland, too, while I'm at it. <laughs> um, in terms of just, like, few, like, bulk amount of teams, but, like, I guaranteed at least a couple of wins in the actual tournament. Um, and uh, if I can't have Abby Myers on my team, I don't want it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> if you can't actually have the state of New Jersey and Princeton, you might as well get the Princeton star in the Big Ten. Uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, M, you stole New Jersey from Isabel. So let's see what, who you're going to steal from next. 
I'm gonna take the New Jersey. I'm gonna take the New Jersey of the Southwest. That's right. Give me Arizona. <laughs> when you said South, I was wondering, and then you added the West. I'm like, I know where this is going. My uh, my former yeah. state in that way. Uh, you will maybe be able to get a second team other than the Wildcats if GCU is able to do That's right. well. Uh, That's right. In theory, I don't care I about making the Final Four so long as I have the entire field at the round of 64. And that, by the way, was the <laughs> last of the uh, top 25 represented states that has been taken. So uh, because of that, I um, am going to first head into the south and take Georgia. That was my next one. Yeah. Look at my <laughs> they had three tournament teams last year. They still could have multiple tournament teams again across a variety of conferences. Uh, I think – Georgia is a good play. Um, my eighth round choice, as I'm stalling for time and considering my options here, um, I'm going to take the one state that could ruin Russ's plans just for the sake of it. And I'm going to take Hawaii. Hawaii is the Ooh. only school in the Big West, not in the state of California. However, Russ, do you know what school won the Big West last year? Was it Hawaii? It was Hawaii. So you think you get a guaranteed point out of it, but Hawaii might. By Los Angeles Sparks legend Amy Atwell. Uh, Hawaii has struggled this season, admittedly, but they usually play a very challenging non-conference because they literally welcome anybody to the islands for a preseason tournament. Um, So I'm going to guess that when they get into Big West play, they will have played the toughest schedule and they will shine. Give me the rainbow behind uh, M, you're picking round eight. I didn't expect this one to be this tricky, but I am going anyway with Nevada. I'm now guaranteed. Yes, I'm now guaranteed to win the whack. The whack. Congrats. Sure. I think you mean the Mountain West. I'm. UNLV, and, and if you're going for the UNLV play or the idea that Nevada is really good, you mean the Mountain West. So sure. uh, UNLV hasn't been in the whack for a decade now. But that's, you know, us uh, West Coasters know about this. Isabel, nobody knows. Really you know. and get, get us a, a round eight pick. Oh, I was guaranteed the whack. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go like bulk of like mid-major teams that I've watched that are just like spunky and fun and have a decent shot at like at least maybe making it in, maybe doing some play-in rounds. I'm going to go Alabama. Well, and also, by the way, you're getting <laughs> well, that's, the that's literal true. University that's... of Alabama, which has looked yes. good so far to start the season and is shockingly high in the net rankings, if you haven't noticed. They're 14th, so yeah. you, uh, you might be what? able to sneak out an SEC bid in that. Perhaps. I also just need to shout out Troy because they are one of the like most surprising teams. If you ever get a chance to watch them play, highly recommend it. They just they will always surprise you with what they decide to do. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's always a blast. <laughs> it, I believe you and I watched like a three overtime game that Troy had earlier this we season. Did. <laughs> we did watch that. It was great. Right, so. Russ, you got two to get us going toward the final rounds. All right. Uh, first one is a bit of a swing, but I'm taking Mississippi, um, thinking Ole Miss and Mississippi State both project near the bubble. This is a potential for a couple of first four games and a couple of cheap wins. 
that way. So Mississippi when, when is I, my when first I, pick. When hey, I don't forget about Hawaii, Jackson State. Don't forget about Jackson State. State. And Jackson yeah. State as a 16 seed. Mississippi was, in the first I, was considering when I took Hawaii otherwise. So, yeah. Jackson State then, didn't do as well against Texas as I would have hoped, but still put up a pretty decent show. So, I believe. There you go. <laughs> My second pick is going to be Wisconsin because I'm told that's where Marquette is. <laughs> yes, that is exactly where Marquette is. I learned yes. that today. <laughs> that is a that's a that, that's a two bid state between Marquette and Green Bay. It's a possibility. Yeah. It was though a no bid state in last year's tournament. So that is the there too. But uh, Isabel, round nine, where are you heading? Okay, I think I'm going to go Colorado for this one. Um, both Colorado State, maybe, and and also Boulder. So Colorado State yeah. seven and four so far in non-con play. You're, you're hedging my Mountain West bet. Uh, the yeah. Big Sky <laughs> also has Northern Colorado, which has looked solid so far to start the season. So options there yes. for sure. M, where are you off to? Give me a guaranteed point and a half. Let's go South Dakota. That was yeah, that going was my, to other one. my next pick if you didn't take South Dakota. So uh, a wise choice on your behalf. We are definitely. I really enjoy the trend of WNIT teams doing really well in the tournament the next year. So I feel like that's a good bet. <laughs> and if they don't, I'll just get points for making the WNIT. Here we go. With go. my ninth and 10th, my final two choices, I'm going to first take the state of Missouri, which had Missouri State winning its conference last year. And I guess if we're looking at SEC possibilities, Mizzou itself could be interesting. Uh, I see M doesn't agree, but hey. Code you know, is a stretch here. Hey, we're stretching, we're stretching at the back end of this draft, M, which is why my last pick <laughs> is going to be the one state that isn't actually a state that we have available to us. And that's Washington, D.C., a two-bid Washington, D.C. last year, by the way, between American and Howard. Uh, so I will take both. If Howard wins the MEAC this year, they would almost assuredly be in that play-in game, so there's a possibility for points there. Uh, I will make the swing on the one non-state that we have amongst our 50 options and go D.C. I did not think that you would be so short-sighted as to leave me Yet another one of these beautiful pasteurized states guaranteed to win its conference. Give me Montana, Alex. Give me Montana. You say guaranteed, but neither Montana school is near the top of the big sky as we speak. So we'll that just have to uh, Sacramento is State. Sacramento is Sacramento in, in, in Montana? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sacramento State is tied with uh, Mon- the preseason favorite Montana State 2 and a half. Montana State is seven and five. Not, there's no conference games yet. In non-con, Sacramento State has gone nine and two. Who cares, who cares about non-con? They're the big sky teams. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's, really the fun of doing this, that's the fun of doing this draft right now is that we haven't really had anybody get into conference play. So you're, you're just kind of hoping and wishing and praying with some of these bottom picks. Isabel, your last selection shall be. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, well, part of this is who's left. <laughs> Um, and part of this is who do I believe in? I feel like we're missing more states than wait. <laughs> yeah. There are <laughs> 50 of them. There are yeah. 50 of them, but 
There are four of us. One of them is not in play. We replaced it with DC. Well, yeah. So Alaska, Alaska was not an option because there are no. Even though I'm certain, even though uh, I'm certain UAA could probably kick some of these teams in. Yes. Okay. So but there the will be, but there still, will be some states left on the table. Is what you're saying. So I'm very quickly trying. One of them to will be yours if you stop stalling. Uh, so on the board still. No, those states have all been chosen. So we do have New Mexico, Wyoming, Idaho, North Dakota, Minnesota, Illinois, West Virginia, Vermont, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Maine. Oh, I, <laughs> I can think Go of a couple of teams bears. that it's not going to be. <laughs> a couple of states that it's definitely not going to be. Um, um, let's see. <laughs> I think it's going to have to be Illinois, both for Urbana Champagne and other reasons <laughs> and that chicago state at large DePaul? Case. yeah DePaul, yeah i forgot that chicago is in illinois sorry midwesterners <laughs> I'm, i am certain don't leave the northeast very often. anybody in our group here so i don't leave yeah. the northeast very often so forgive me <laughs> and with our last selection russ who are you taking to fill out your team all right we will take Vermont. Go with nice. the catamount. <laughs> go with go with a one point shot and see what happens. Yep. Uh, I like it. Kind of short is about. I would have taken Alaska, but we're only doing Division One. Yeah, <laughs> my friend's a dairy farmer in Vermont. They have a great yeah. time out there. <laughs> we did try to specifically limit this to Division One only in that way. So for your ten, Russ, you have California, Ohio. Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Wisconsin, and Vermont. Isabel, you're looking at Indiana, Florida, New York, Kansas, Washington, Arkansas, Maryland, Alabama, Colorado, and Illinois. And you've got North Carolina, Texas, Virginia, Tennessee, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Arizona, Nevada, South Dakota, and Montana. And I will I'm go definitely with winning the high school championships. I yes. will go with... Uh, <laughs> Iowa, South Carolina, Nebraska, Louisiana, Utah, Oregon, Georgia, Hawaii, Missouri, and Washington, D.C. Um, mm -hmm. By the look of the list that I have here, the listener list, the leftover states that we are leaving and seeing if no. this group of 10 no. somehow beats one of us. Maine, New Hampshire, Rhode Delaware, West Virginia, Minnesota, North Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, and New Mexico. If North that list, Ron, the only one of any of those states I had remotely listed on my list was Delaware. That's the only one of those states I ever considered. Well, good for you. It will be deeply funny when that list produces more points than you, M, and we will wait for that. It moment. probably will. I'm going to be honest. Uh, we will, you guys, thank you so much for joining today to do this delightfully silly idea. I feel like this was the perfect group to do it. Em and I had been talking about doing something like this inspired by uh, a podcast Em and I both hold dear to our hearts to shut down Fullcast and doing a stage draft and all of this nonsense with it is delightfully in line with how that podcast operates. Russ, where can people find your work? You can find my work at boardroom.tv or also on the Twitters at Russ underscore Steinberg, S-T-E-I-N-B-E-R-G. And Isabel, where can the people find what you do? 
You can find me at the next, thenexthoops.com. Um, and you can also find me at the Daily Princetonian, which is Princeton's student newspaper. I have a bunch of stuff coming up there. So check it out. And Adler at the next, where else can the people find your stuff as well? They can find me on Twitter at M underscore Adler, or they can find me uh, at Duke. Just, you know, search enough people, you'll find my door. Come say hi. <laughs> you can find me at a crossroads at midnight. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Alex Simon. You can head over to Bay Area News Group or on Twitter at Alex Simon Sports, probably other social media platforms under that handle, too. Uh, we want to yes, thank sir. you all for making the Locked on Women's Basketball podcast your first listen today. Uh, if you're looking for your second listen, that's the Locked on Sports today. Peter Burkowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insider. The Locked on Sports podcast today available anywhere you get your podcast. Thank you all for joining us for this women's basketball states draft. We will probably, maybe, who knows if we'll be back to see who won uh, after the NCAA tournament.